welcome, welcome, good afternoon guys, this is another episode of In The Nick Of Time on the Anchor app, you can get them, you can listen to it on the Spotify app, Apple Podcasts, and guys, I have had a tremendous week, and I am a firm believer in time is something we should not waste, it is a gift from God, and we should be good stewards of our time. So let's get right into it. This week has been a great experience for me of learning and growing in Christ. And uh, I don't like to give my opinions. I like to come straight from the word of God. And that's what this podcast is about. It is about telling you the truth about how we can take God's word, apply it to our life. In any situation, his word is helpful. It is hope. It is our true guidance to freedom. Uh, we talk about freedom a lot. We... we, we Hold on to that word. It means a lot to us to feel freedom. And true freedom is in Christ. And the scripture I want to read to you guys is Ephesians 4 and 29. Because I have been talking about church is not the answer. Ephesians 4, 29 through 32 says this. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. And uh, a lot of those words, most of those words seem so simple. Yet it is so hard for us to do. Uh, talking about forgiveness. Talking about not being bitter. Talking about uh Letting go of wrath, anger, evil speaking. And it talks about imparting grace to people that hear you. And even for me, on the job, you know, I hear people talking. I hear people complaining. And I try to speak to them about the benefits of being positive but I have become exhausted with constantly saying something to people that feel like they have a reason to be upset they have a reason to be angry they have a reason to complain and it's like who am I to continue to try to tell people what they should and should not do Uh, The work has to be done within me. 
and I can be a light and be an example to those people. So, with those words like grieving the Holy Spirit, allowing the Spirit to work in me, making sure that I impart grace to hearers, I want people to listen to my podcast and hear words of hope. And, and and there is hope in in living for Christ. And I want to tell you that I know that it's true. I know that it's true. And I'm not going to beat you down with the word of God. I'm not preaching to you because I'm not a preacher. I want to let you know that. All is not hope lost. All hope is not lost, I mean. All hope is not lost. We may see the news. We may watch the news. We may look on social media. We see all of the negative and bad and horrible things that are taking place in this country, around the world. But there is hope. There is always hope. And it's not that it's not hard to believe that. It's not hard to be joyful even when everything looks bleak, everything looks bad. It's not hard to be joyful. And and the reason why is because now listen to this. We look at everyone and, and what's going on in the world, but Listen to the word of God. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. So we we all fall short. We all make mistakes. We all do things that that is not pleasing to God. So he has not dealt with anybody the way he really could have dealt with us. So when we're looking around and we want to be angry and we want to be frustrated, we need to look within ourselves and not grieve the Holy Spirit. That means work on our inward man. Work on what's really inside of us and growing up inside so that it'll shine through on the outside. That means knowing when to talk. Knowing when to be quiet. Knowing when to be upset. Knowing that you don't need to go to sleep angry. Knowing that we have not been dealt with the way that we should. We shouldn't deal with people in such a way like we are all together right and that's something that I'm learning that I have dealt with you know I've looked around and when I'm when I'm studying during the week and when I'm thinking about what I'm gonna talk about on this podcast as as I keep thinking and as I sit there and I think about what I'm going to say This week it just dawned on me, you know, 
the work that I have to do within myself, the work that I have been given an opportunity to do on myself because I still think about it's been almost five years now and I was in a an accident in 2017 and I've talked about this before but it really resonates with with what I'm talking about today and I almost lost my leg, but most of all, I, I could have lost my life. I tried to avoid hitting a deer, and I ran into the garden rail on the highway. And that was a, a tough time for me. Even when the doctors were telling me that I would walk again if I followed their instructions, and I've, and I've told this story so many times, but I, I, I think it's important and it, and, it, and it hits more today. It touches me more today because it's an opportunity that I've been given. I can walk again. I was on a walker. I was laid up for months. I had to go through physical therapy. I went through four surgeries. They really basically reconstructed my leg. And it's a dent in my leg. It's a, it's a mark on my leg. My leg doesn't look the way it looked before I had the accident. But to me, it's a reminder, a friendly reminder of what you need to start doing when you're given a second chance. And when you have a second chance, you have to make the most of it. You can't continue to be bitter. You can't continue to be angry. You can't continue to allow corrupt words to come out of your mouth. And it's not that it's easy. Because it's not supposed to be easy. But doing the work is so important to the end goal. And the end goal is we all want to make it to heaven. So it's work to be done. That's the reason why we're still here. That's the reason why I'm still here. That's the reason why I only broke my leg. Because that morning I was going home, coming home from work, and I was angry. I was making plans to go to work the next day and tell on one of my team leads because I felt like she had done something wrong. And I was upset. All the way home, I was talking about what I was going to do when I got to work the next day. I had planned to go to work early so that I could go tell on this woman. 
And as I'm riding home and I'm upset, a deer comes out in the front out in front of my car. And I try, I swerve to avoid it, and I hit the guardrail. And I think about what this scripture that I just read is saying. Let go of all bitterness, wrath, anger. I could have went home that morning. Let go of that. Not riding home upset. Focused on getting home safely. But I was more focused on what I was going to do when I got to work. Later on that day. Because it was early in the morning. But God said. No I have different plans for you. And those seven months that I was at home. That gave me an opportunity to think. About. How I was acting even that morning. Could this have been avoided? Why did this happen to me? And it gave me clarity when I was sitting at home, able to focus more on God. But when I got back on my feet and I went back to work, I fell back into those bad habits. Well, this week, I looked at that in depth. And I was like, you were not given a second chance to walk around, to be mad, to be complaining, to be doing what everyone else is doing. Because we are made to be different. When you belong to Christ, you are different. You are special. You are somebody. Now, I'm not saying the devil is not going to come along and he's not going to lay guilt trips on you. He's not going to bring up your past. He's not going to bring up the things that you did yesterday. He's going to always be right there. But you have to get into the word of God and and know he has not dealt with me and punished me the way that he should. And his love endures forever. He sent his son to take on my iniquity. By his stripes, I am healed. So I don't have to hold on to the things that I did wrong last week, yesterday, day before yesterday. I can hold on to the fact that I have a Savior that loves me so much that I can't do anything but love other people. And tell other people about that love. And not continue to grieve the Holy Spirit 
with anger and frustration about the things that are going on in this world. When I can pray to God who's right there willing and ready and listening and waiting for me to return and waiting for all of us to return. Because listen to this. And I and 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 the pastor of the church that I belong to, he used this scripture two weeks ago. And it and it stuck with me. And it's second Chronicles 7, 13 through 16. And it says, When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land. Or send pestilence among my people. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. And pray and seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. And will forgive their sin. And heal their land. So guys we have a savior. A father. Who is waiting for us to return. Not just the not just sitting around waiting to and saying one day I'm gonna get it together. He's right there saying, Return to me, turn from your wicked ways, and I will help you. I will cleanse your inner man, and your inner man will grow. And when your inner man grows, then your outward appearance will not be that mask of beauty where we where we put on the facade. It'll be real, it'll be genuine, it'll be authentic. And we talk about authenticity and keeping it real, but when you dress up the outside. But you're broken on the inside. What good is that dressing up? Because the real will come out eventually. There's no way around it. You have the most beautiful people on the outside. They are so ugly. And people hate being around them. But I do say this. We got to learn how to forgive ourselves. Because Christ forgave us. So let me end my podcast this week with a story. And the story goes like this. And 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 the story involves a a a a, a group of people who are always thinking of themselves as better than someone. But let's look at Christ in action and how he treats those that he loves. That he loves. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Now early in the morning he came again into the temple. And all the people came to him and he sat down and taught them. 
Then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it being convicted by their conscience went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even to the last, and Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Now, Jesus was not condoning her sin. He was exposing those hypocrites. But he was also loving on someone who was living in her guilt and in her shame. And the people around her were continuing to remind her of her guilt and of her shame. And that's something that I've learned. I don't want to continue to try to make people feel guilty. Because I'm not right. Because I have work to do. And that's what this podcast is about. I'm not preaching. I want to give you... something of encouragement because I'm being encouraged because I want people to know that no matter what we go through in this life God has all of the answers to all of our problems and even though sometimes it may look like we're going through something and it's taking so long for God to bring us out It doesn't mean that he's not hearing us. It does not mean that he's not willing to bring us out. The testing of our faith brings about patience and perseverance. The Israelites were in in the wilderness for 40 years when they were only supposed to be in there for four. A a couple of days journey took 40 years. So, encourage yourself. You don't have to be guilty. but But you got to look within yourself and do the work. And I'm going to read you a poem that I came up with that I wrote and it's called at my right hand stand fast against the wiles of the devil and I will give you 
a crown. This is not a temporary crown, but everlasting to everlasting. Allow my word to cut so that I can heal you. That when the world throws hurdles at you, you will not fall. This is my call, that you stand and endure until the end. My friend, yes, you are my friend. When you stand with me, in the end, at my right hand, you will be. So guys, going into next week, I pray that you first start forgiving yourself and learn to love yourself again. Because for those who love Christ, there's no more condemnation. So be encouraged, guys. I I love you, but most of all, God loves you. He may not be there when you want him, but he'll be there in the nick of time. So let's reprogram our thinking. Let's get back to love. Let's live a godly lifestyle. And let's recover the life that the devil tries to take from us each and every day. Peace.